Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Hope you tune into my show, Untold with Maria Menounos, this Thursday night at 8 on E. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, sleepyheads! Welcome back to the, the Sleepy Hollow After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I just... Hashtag R.I.P. headphone users, apparently. Hashtag R.I.P. Matt's lungs. Yeah, well... <laughs> Because I'm yelling so much, I know. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the Sleepy Hollow After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, talking about season two, episode nine. Mama, oh, oh my god, yeah. it's me, Matt Lieberman. Joining me, the whole panel's here. Not to be confused with the movie Mama that came out earlier this year. No. That's really sucked. I'm Stephen Lemieux. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm Zach Wilson. And I'm one two three Jackie B. Yes, one two three Jackie B. You are looking radiant this evening. <gasps> Thank did you, you. Did you change your name? I thought it was Jackie underscore B. It is Jackie underscore <laughs> can, B. Can we just not on Instagram? Can we all partake in a rendition of "You Are My Sunshine" in the creepiest way ever? You, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. <laughs> Happy when skies are gray. Okay, I think that's enough. Uh, Everyone just tuned out. So, can we all? Song, while it was ruined for us on the show, now it's ruined for everyone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Can we all agree that while this was not the best episode no, ever? No, it was. It was the best episode ever this season. It was the best episode of the season? Yes, it was. Uh, so far? Now, are you saying period? that this season? Are you saying that like because... Like, so far or period? No, this season. This season. I have other episodes that I liked more in season one. Yeah. This was the best episode this season. Okay. So far. So far. Yes, that's what she's saying. Yeah. Now, are you saying that because it corrected some of the mistakes that have been going on throughout the season so far? or And it is laying some groundwork for the second half of the season? Or because you actually really liked the mechanics of this episode? I, I think they go hand in hand because mm-hmm. I like the mechanics of episodes that make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Katrina I like- casted a spell of using logic. No, we can't even get into that because that's just going to make me angry. Uh, this, but this episode I felt like should have been episode four. Mm-hmm. I mean, we agreed. We have been waiting for Henry to Sailor Moon his way into bringing Moloch about, and he keeps like trying to to use another Sailor Moon analogy. He keeps like trying to bring about here and trying to bring about there, and for. For this show, this show has intelligent viewers. They don't need to be. They don't need to be watching like Scooby Doo repeats of a plot. But Jackie, we, you got to admit though, they've they've done so many different things, and the plan along was to get Moloch out of Purgatory. And I really liked how they changed it up, and they got Moloch out of Purgatory this time. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I think that just proves my point. What but, I, and I think we also have now we have different plot points versus just one singular plot point, which was like everybody's in limbo waiting for Moloch. Right now we have Irving's out. It's like the bam, like hit the ground running. You wanted to happen when season one started. That's what you two. want. You want a show that's going or to, season two started. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You want to have a show that kicks its characters when they're down. Like Irving, not. Only only now he's lost his job. He's on the run. Well, I like that they and brought- his soul is still belonging to Molly. Yeah, that is a good plot line. Hopefully, he does more now that he's out instead of just sitting there being all mopey. Well, the thing is, like, there was a timeline on Irving, and I feel like it just extended too long. Mm-hmm. Like, way too long. Like, because the last time we see, or the last time he was kind of an important character in this in the episode, aside from when he was in, they find out about his daughter's accident causer in the place with them is that if you get out we'll 
going to use you for our reasons because him getting out is exactly what Moloch wanted. So I would have expected maybe one, two episodes of him staying in there, maybe not using him, and then he comes out and then the story can move forward with him is it's going to end up playing into Moloch's plans. But it's been like four or five. Well, let me explain it from a production and writing perspective. Because, unlike the first season, which was 13 episodes, this season was given an 18-episode order. 18 episodes is far too many episodes to maintain the breakneck pacing that made season fo- season one such an addictive sh- addictive watch. So, as you were saying, Jackie, this should have been episode four. We would have had three episodes, then all of the five extra episodes that got added to this season (laughs) got just tacked on there, and now episode nine is effectively the episode four. What I did like about this episode, one, now that Moloch is on Earth, we have a a direction to follow, okay? Uh, Katrina conflicted in that she's got this enchanted... Uh, desire to raise this child. She sees it as a child. She knows that it's Moloch. She's conflicted. She's got conflicted feelings for Abraham von Brunt and for Ichabod. We've explored Ichabod and Abby a little bit tangentially. Uh, and, you know, and, and Frank is out. We finally have all these things moving forward. All And also, retroactively, they're showing us that just about everything that Henry did so far this season was building to this moment, and it was all for a reason. All of these various attempts, while any of them could have worked, were largely a distraction as he set up a way for Moloch to be born into the Earth. And for Katrina to yeah, have the exactly. wherewithal to take care of him. He knew, and Moloch knew, that the witnesses would try to stop him and probably succeed. But if he was working on something subtler, then they might not even notice it. And that's exactly what's happened. you got to slowly evolve barefoot and pregnant into stay-at-home mom. It's a very gradual process. Oh, brother. Um, also, I can't with Katrina. Finally, we have a plot line that, is, like in season one, that is directly connected back to character. Yes. Okay? We have all these people committing suicides in Tarrytown. All of our main characters, with the exception of Ichabod, have connections to Tarrytown. Not only dealing with uh, the memory of Abby and Jenny's mother, actually interacting with her, working with her, having them move forward together and process their emotions and their grief over their mom's death huge moments we've wanted since season one it just it reminds you development between the sisters which i felt it's last season it was such a huge theme and then it just halted this season and jenny was was just had disappeared and it just seemed so bizarre because it seemed one of their main through lines Mm. they weren't using it it was bizarre it was weird that she just wasn't around for a while and they didn't really expect they didn't have a reason. It wasn't like they were like, Jenny, you gotta lay low because the captain's on to you after you got caught with all the those cops. Yeah. Uh, no, they, I mean, that could have been a reason, but they didn't say that. No. She just was off doing stuff. <laughs> so do you, can I ask you guys this though? I mean, I mean, obviously we're gonna talk about the episode, but from after seeing the episode, do you think we're gonna see their mom again in, in other aspects of the show? Because, I, I mean, with with the whole mystery book and the mystery ancestry thing right there, like, I think there leaves room for more flashbacks with their mom and kind of lessons. Because I feel like her mom would have taught them something about their about their ancestry and the, the demon fighting there's skills. There's still more meat on the bone, I think. Yeah, I think that you could, there's definitely potential to bring her in flashbacks. Maybe if they ever, like, go into the... More of the the afterlife, maybe not purgatory, but they go into like more darker realms of the afterlife, like hell or I don't want to say heaven because that just doesn't feel right. But like that kind of thing, maybe you get a uh, Corbin and Mama, like our friends in in hell. Corb Mama, hashtag Corb Mama, <laughs> Frangeniki Corb Mama, Trina, no, Norvang. no, 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 stop. no. no. Jackie. Um, I I actually liked the introduction of this journal because this gives us another plot point where where we can where we can link up the past and the present. Before and Neil said this in the last episode, we were largely missing the flashbacks, which is one of the reasons why we love this show. Yeah, it's true. And and I think I like the fact that there there were so many flashbacks to discovering that her mom her mom 
wasn't crazy. It was confirmed her mom wasn't crazy. She was actually trying to protect them. It's always nice to find that out. It's not, it well it's one of those themes that you see a lot in television where you see people who are labeled crazy by the outside world and it turns out they know something else. Mm-hmm. I mean when you think about uh, Homeland, Carrie's character in Homeland, she's bipolar. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, these theories she comes up with, they're crazy." But she's actually a genius. So it's one of those things where where how do you where do you walk the line between someone who has a disorder and someone who that disorder kind of helps them discover things or like monk mm-hmm. oh yeah um can i can i ask cuz my memory's terrible do we know anything about abby and jenny's dad no i don't think so i'm trying to remember it's been a long time since they've brought him up i do think that he is also dead if he's not dead, he's just been out of the picture a very, 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 very long time. Well, it's just this door opening with her mom. Oh, wait a second. No. Uh, I believe it was like the first season they were talking about mom got worse after dad left. So I feel like dad left when they were very young. Maybe he's still around somewhere. Okay, I really think their dad is like a shaman or something. That could be an interesting plot point. Because yeah. like, happened to dad. If, if her mom... The, the, they open the door with this in so many ways. Because if her mom had this book that was from their ancestors down to Ichabod's time when Henry Parrish was born and everything like that, I feel like there's no way her mom would have married somebody not in that realm. And there's no way her mom would have not taught them at least a little bit about that because her mom knew they were witnesses. And what's her name? Lori? Oh, you mean the ghost? Her mom. Oh, the mom? La- her mom's name was Lori, Lori Mills. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no way Lori didn't somehow inform them. And I, I think we're going to get some kind of revelations of like sealed away memories or something like that. Because we obviously, but the question there is like, when does she know that they're witnesses? Like, did she know when they were born? Did she know before they were born? Did she know after? Only Abby is a witness. Only Abby's a witness. I mean, I'm sorry. When did she know that Abby was a witness? I don't know. I don't know, but it would be the mother of all reveals. Punja, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. What are we at? Like twenty five bucks? More. We're over thirty. Yeah, we're over what? Thirty. Dude. After your, I'm not. I'm not even going to repeat it. Your five dollar punishment. Oh yeah. yes. Fun jar. Oh. <laughs> Does it count if it's an accident? Uh, yeah. Especially no, it if it's an accident. Steve called on it. Man. Oh, man. It's, it's got to be called out. <laughs> All right, so scale of 1 to 10, though, this episode, I'd give it probably a solid 8. 8 or 9. It, yeah. it was good. I'd give it a 7.5. It, it, like, it, it definitely brings the show back into a level of quality and focus that it's required for a while now. But as an episode, it didn't... This the suicide ghost was not that interesting to me, and a lot of the ghost effects with the mom were wonky for the first half of the episode. In the second half of the episode, they stopped trying to make her look like a ghost and just had her be there. We know she's a ghost because she's dead. So why do we have to make her have like a weird yellow glow that think, looks like bad CG? I do think I, it works better to have her just be there. Just have her be there. Can I we all be honest? Mind it. it the never, spe- the special effects on last night's Walking Dead was really terrible too, though. Oh, okay. So I mean, maybe it's just this week in television. I don't think that's <laughs> Honestly, it's just this week on two different channels. Honestly, it, I did the special effects didn't like bother me at all. I liked the way they put her in the video. It felt very much that like was cool. Like yeah, that how, was cool. Yeah, it felt like Ghost Hunters and uh, like it felt like the Ring the, to the me. Ring. Ghost Hunters <laughs> International. <laughs> it, but like that kind of like. Home video, home video that you see with like the weird ghost in the corner. If, if so, it felt like something you see out in the world. I didn't mind it honestly. I didn't mind the special effects. Yeah. I mean, I thought it's. I mean, how are you going to make an effect for vanishing into thin air without just lowering their opacity to zero slowly, <laughs> or just making them go and then leaving? Well, that was fine. Like, I'm did saying- you want them to like bleach style open up a doorway and like walk into it and have it close? Like, that would be very cool. <sighs> That'd be very, very cool. I don't know. I don't see why there's anything wrong with that idea. <laughs> yeah. She could just jump into a mirror. Yeah. We've established that mirrors are the pathways to things on this show. We That's have, true. actually. Yeah. That's true, yeah. It would make sense. Yeah. When Purgatory opens, when the door to Purgatory opens, the world splits and sn- cracks like a broken mirror. It would have been really cool. In any case, uh, I want to talk about iTunes now, because I know, Stephen, your laptop is, is dying a little bit. It's bit. on its last uh, 12%. On its last 12%. So we're going to talk about it now. Folks, you know why I say it, when I say it. Don't you dare skip ahead, because it's important that you Don't hear it, it when I say it. Because 
The best way that you can support AfterBuzz TV is to go to iTunes and rate and review the shows that you listen to or that you watch on YouTube. Why? Because it's quick, it's easy, and it doesn't cost you a dime. We here at AfterBuzz TV put out the widest array of after-show content anywhere on the web. We're very, very proud of that fact. It's a massive undertaking. It takes a lot of man hours, a lot of effort. Steve, what do you do? Oh, okay. I'm your hype man. Okay, fine. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And the best way for us to get our sponsors is to show them that our shows are not only popular, but that they are well-liked. It's also a great opportunity for you to give feedback directly to us about what you think about our after shows, whether or not they are living up to the level of quality that you require and deserve. And you get a great shout-out here on the show. So, um, Stephen, uh, let's see. Um, You know what? I want to address this comment just because... I mean, we got a comment from someone named Sarah Smile 8 who says that she's a huge fan of podcasts for TV shows and she listens to a variety of them. Um, she says we have great theories, but we constantly joke around, sometimes talk over each other and have random tangents. And the pun jar, she doesn't like the pun jar. You know, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, it's, there are podcasts that are very straightforward here at Afterbus TV and there are some that are a little bit more loosely conversational and have more hijinks in them and, that is kind of this one is a little yeah, bit it's not, it's not everyone's cup of tea yeah. that's the thing so i appreciate that you went to the itunes and i appreciate that you are listening to the show and you know leaving us a comment and we will try to tone it down a little bit we probably won't but <laughs> thank but you for the comment try. nonetheless we yes. will try uh, don't take them at their word so good it's scandalous five stars from Ryan at Atlantis guys I've always loved your podcast but I can't avoid writing a review any longer because sleeping Tin Abby is literally the best thing since anything ever <laughs> it's the greatest thing it's scandalous, scandalous. yes most you, scandalous <laughs> you guys make me laugh so hard all the hosts all the hosts have interesting thoughts and theories my sleepy hollow experience would be incomplete without you P.S. Stephen even though some of the things you say are wildly inappropriate <laughs> don't, don't, let the, Alice. don't let the rest of your hosts get you down you're hilarious, and I'll always be a fan no matter how much you get on Matt's nerves. Hashtag stat for life. Oh, yes! Losing my head over this podcast. Five stars, Dan Felix 069. New sleepyhead here, and I'm totally in Jackie's side. The Katrina has got to go. And she needs to shed she needs to shed her princess peachness. Yes! She needs to go evil, and then Ichabod can focus on what's important. Abby! Hashtag Ichabod all the way. Love your pun jar, and hope this review title counts. Uh, smiley face. Zach on the Grim Show got me hooked to AfterBuzz, and I'm glad that he's Yay. a part of this podcast as well. Uh, five stars, Tia's Quest. The podcast keeps the viewers engaged. Love seeing Neil Jackson as a guest host. Well, that was a nice surprise. I knew he was going to be on the show, just not as a guest host. Uh, I love Sleepy Hollow AfterBuzz. I've watched in season one. Uh, this is just the first time commenting through iTunes. There are times I wish that Abby and Jenny were the two witnesses. I feel like they'd get more things done. Um <laughs> <laughs> Katrina and Ichabod, five stars, Sonia Dyson, great podcast. Just to point out, in the Kindred, uh, Ichabod clearly states the witches left the incantation on the body of the Kindred to be used later, so anyone could have read that. Abby took Katrina's spell book and completed the ritual to destroy the heart completely different. Don't forget, Katrina used Abby to stay grounded during the Weeping Lady. Also, I think they're laying the groundwork for Abby and Ichabod to be together. He just can't just dump Katrina after all this time. They're hopefully starting to grow apart. Yeah. I agree with all of that. <laughs> best oh. Sonda One writes, best after show on the web, five stars, Lieberman. Lemieux. Enough said. Aww. Aww. I, I seriously think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That is, that is all the ones I from want, this week. I want to give a shout out to Lemonize on Twitter. I want to give a shout out to anybody who says they're going to watch us live because it's late here in LA and yeah. I know it's probably super late elsewhere. So thank you. Anyone who's watching live, you're the best. I want to give a shout out to Katrina for getting rid of that baby weight so quickly. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> I want to give and a shout I'm out to Katrina. Really cool with you. Steve. It can yeah. be so evil sometimes. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Katrina for her corset and lace bra combo. No. <laughs> I just, it's like she forgot the bottom half of her outfit. Yeah, this is the funniest part. It's completely inappropriate for someone of her time period. She's she, not in her she's time period. Wearing she's like, like neither jeans. here nor there, which is like it's really... The, it's the clothes that she got when she left the hospital. Some young teeny bop clubber. That was like a week ago. It's the same clothes. She only has two outfits. 
fluffy, frilly dress. Mind you, at the hospital, she was having birthing pains, and she was in a corset, which I just find bizarre. Okay, that's pretty stupid. That's fine. Fine, Jackie, you're right. There's no reason why she should be wearing a corset when she's having a baby. That's silly. What, you can't look good having a baby? good. Holly, get the get out of this room. Get out of this room now. Zach, At least you Holly's clothes suit. make sense. Zach on Twitter, you wrote that Holly had a line this episode that instantly made you change your entire position. Was. I was halfway through the episode, mind you, when I wrote this because I just got really excited when he comes in mm-hmm. and he just goes. One of God's greatest creations, matzo ball soup. Yay! I, well, that slide just excited me. It's Jewish a philosophy pride of my is own. one thing. Yeah. I know what it feels like, but no, dude, but you then, don't need to be Jewish to appreciate matzo yeah, ball soup. Matzo it's ball so soup good. Is amazing. It, it is. But I liked Jewish. the line. I liked the line. But then, by the end of the episode, which I then tweeted out afterwards, was. I don't feel that way anymore because Holly didn't do anything in this Holly episode. Holly was this episode's Katrina. He out katrina Katrina. He literally, he just like... You, you know what it looks? This episode looks like it looks like Tom Meissen was legitimately sick. Like they wrote <laughs> this episode, I think so, fully with Ichabod going on the adventure with them, and then Tom Meissen just like got the flu, couldn't really do much, so they shot two scenes with him to just cover it up, and they just threw Holly in. Mm-hmm. I was trying to decide because they have done that with actors before, where actors are sick and they've written it in. It happens. Like uh, we were just talking on uh, on Gr- on the Grim podcast. Um, Brie Turner came and was a guest on the show, and she was telling us that when she was pregnant on the sh- like, during the show, but not her character was not pregnant. They had to like she got like she got further along faster than they expected, and. They had to write her out two episodes early, and they mm-hmm. just had to shoot her like weeks and weeks for like episodes down the line to get her out. Mm-hmm. It happens. That's how production works. Well, Things come up. It honestly wouldn't be the first time an actor who sounds like Matthew McConaughey got paid to be on camera and do nothing. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing about a Lincoln. You know my favorite thing about a Lincoln is it's a great place to store supernatural artifacts. Sometimes I lace my seats with succubus hair so that they can suck out the souls of all the people driving around in my Lincoln. The thing is, we can't even make fun of Matthew McConaughey because he's an Academy Award-winning actor. You can still make fun of Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Time is a flat-chested ghost nurse. I only use (laughs) plaster-proof flashlights. They can certainly knock the walls off this establishment. I don't even know what you guys are saying anymore. No, Baby, I'm going to take you, you home, and I'm not going to knock the plaster off your wall. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'll give you that one. I'm that was good. Gonna, that was good. I'm, I'm going to go read a book. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking a nap in my mind. No. Is that Escape from New York on the back of that? Yes, like it, it is. Uh, come on, hang out with us. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, Zach pulled out a copy of the Sleepy Hollow comic book. Which we're going to talk did. about later on the show. Yeah. Yes. I was exciting. just using it to ignore you guys. Uh, more things that we liked in this episode. I liked the fact that... Um, <laughs> I liked the reveal that the nurse wasn't real. I like the fact that Stephen Lemieux mm-hmm. cut me off. I finished. I we finished each other's sandwiches. We do! We finished each other's sandwiches. I saw that movie for the first time the other day. I want to know what Jackie oh. really liked. Oh, I really liked the fact that Abby cried in this episode. And... Mm-hmm hear me out because that sounds cruel to start off with (laughs) but i feel like i feel like abby's had to be the tough one throughout all these episodes throughout the stupidest plans possible katrina keep going katrina's keeps going back and back and you can almost hear her eyes roll when these things happen and finally she she's faced with her past and her sister and she gets to cry and i feel like the moment she cries is the moment the audience starts to feel like Okay, we can let go. Yeah. It's because I've said this before, I feel like she's the she's our hero. She's the stand in for the audience. So she's the person who gets her catharsis in this episode and finally it felt like everybody could take a breath because she didn't have to be so strong anymore. She finally got to express what she wanted to express. I think it was just refreshing to have an episode that wasn't completely based on Ichabod and Katrina. Yes. Like 
even if we had had an episode that was like really focused on Irving or really focused on uh, let's say Ichabod's twin brother that we haven't met yet like a character that we haven't met yet like even Holly I'd like to get some backstory on Holly yeah where did he get that matzo ball soup I'm also really 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 excited I think this is the first episode this season that the main monster plot had nothing to do with Henry yes had nothing to do with Henry the fact is it it had to do with Moloch though because Moloch sent the the nurse to take care of Laurie. No, I thought that was the whole point, that they established that it wasn't Moloch. No, 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 no. It was, uh, Laurie says that Moloch, she was avoiding Moloch for so long, but then he sent the evil nurse to take yeah. care of her. Oh, so, but he sent it years it ago. It was years yes. ago, yeah. Decades ago. So, for once, it wasn't, you know, we have to stop Henry, Henry sends another thing to waste our time with. <laughs> it's, we're dealing with the ramifications of living in a world where demons exist. That's it. And th- those demons come home to roost, and they've been affecting our entire lives throughout our lives. That makes me really, really happy that Henry is off actually working on a real plan that makes sense. I'm He's just... got a demon baby that looks like a normal baby and grows up super fast and also ruins your nice, clean, white skin. It's... I will say, though, as... A... I know fans are getting kind of tired of the, like, Henry as a baby, woe is me, like, acting like a kid. But I actually think he plays that so well. There's a beautiful complexity. Yes. When he sees he her nursing so the child, well. he's so jealous. I guess mm-hmm. you do have that maternal instinct. Yeah. He's basically saying, why didn't you love me? You can love this Moloch baby that I forced out of you with magic, but you couldn't love me, Mom! I don't want a little brother. <laughs> I did. I did kind of like cringe when I saw that. Like she picks up the baby and then it shows it all black and like grabs into her. I was like, ooh. I was like, kind of just. I thought baby was kind of cute. You mean like the real version or yeah, the fake version? Both. Aww. Wait, like I'm confused. Which version were okay? The dark version with the horns or the fake version that looks like a baby? Oh, okay. So the fake version's the baby version. Got it. Yeah. Yes. They're yeah. both kind of cute. Yeah. Just one of them is the king of all demons. Well, they both are, technically. So, my question is, is the kid... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like it. Yeah. Um, is the yeah. kid that we see at the end, is that because the necklace he looks like that, or is Moloch ta- taking on more of a human form without oh, the necklace it's itself? the necklace. I'm pretty sure it's the necklace. It's the necklace. So, That's what Neil said, so I'm just going to okay. trust him. Yeah, so I guess if Ichabod walked in there, he'd see his wife holding a demon baby. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Soon she's going to be teaching that demon baby how to drive. There there are worse things you can walk in on your wife having. Well, she's going to have sex with Headless, so... Yeah, she's totally going to have sex with Headless. (laughs) Headless, Headless Headless sex. sex. How would... I mean, it'd be awkward when the necklace necklace came off during that. No, but that's the the most important shot of this entire show. The most important (laughs) shot of the entire series is going to be, is Katrina making out with a head that isn't there. Is her gripping this body and just forcibly tonguing an invisible freaking head? That is, if that shot does not come to fruition, we will all have failed. We all I, all, pack all up I can imagine home. is Franklin Stein like going to the store and then suddenly like the head on Franklin Stein going. <gasps> what? <laughs> Never mind. Never He's mind. saying that Franklin Stein is getting some of the benefit. Got it. <laughs> because Franklin Stein's head is headless's head. Yeah. Yes. Got it. O face. Um. All right. It's got to be real. Headless has got like it's not really a good back and forth like with when you're having sex with Headless, right? What do you mean? You don't need someone Shut to have a head to have sex this with. This conversation has no, gone on too long. No, but what he's saying is, although your mind will imagine that you are receiving oral from Headless, oh, there is none to be had. Oh my god. <laughs> So, if you receive any pleasure from headless oral, that is thoroughly just magic. You are not actually receiving any real joy, and your and your actual downstairs will not be moistened in any real way. Okay, the train has derailed. 
Let's move on from oral sex. This is like the end of Snowpiercer here, how bad it's derailed. <laughs> That's oh pun jar. Is it pun jar? Uh, let's, talk yeah, about, let's talk about how everyone oh else on the show can do magic except for Katrina. What about Jenny? Jenny can't do magic. She did. Oh, wait, she did. Oh, my Jenny? God, she did. Oh, my God. That's, I, like, what about Katrina's little piece of paper floating in the air a couple episodes ago? Or the little bottle of liquid? Hey, what about her, yeah, grinding Jenny in the mortar and pestle? Jenny has never done magic. Making? As far as we know, Jenny has never done magic a day in her life, can work an incantation from an old book she's never seen and make it work. But Katrina has a hard time floating paper. I'm just wondering, like... In the she in the was having in the, a baby with a corset on at the time. In the African <laughs> text, does it like say in English underwords like repeat eight times, or does no. she know to just say it over she and over and over and over again? Everyone just knows to repeat spells. And then Nikki Bahari tweeted, "Why it got to be African text?" Which made me laugh so hard. Hysterical. I'm going to find true. that tweet. I'm going to retweet so true. it. You're not thinking it. And well, and the, well, that's it's true though. And then the shade that uh, Abby throws at Katrina when she's like, Katrina has not been able to kill Moloch. And I was like, this girl, like, I was ready for her to cry at the end of this episode because I'm inwardly crying. Uh, she all- likes reality television. She, I would have loved what? if they had cast... Yeah. Um, Last episode, they were watching the fake version yeah. of The Bachelor. Katrina was... Yeah. Oh, they were watching a soap. No, no yeah, they it was were like watching the fake the the bachelor. bachelor. Oh, I thought it was the soap. No. no that's why she asked, um, you know, Lieutenant Mills, I am excited uh, about the prospect of more of this television of reality. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Maybe I blocked it out. Mm-hmm. I would have loved King Joffrey. As the casting for Demon Moloch Young <laughs> would have been great. Well, he's still got room to grow up. Jack Gleason is. Uh, Jack little... Gleason quit acting, though. Yeah. He did. He's mm-hmm. doing charity work. Shout out to Jack Gleason. Good for Jack Gleason. Good on you, Jaffrey. He'll be back. Make up for all those people you killed. With He'll crossbows. be back when he's a real adult. Remember when Joaquin Phoenix quit acting like two days ago and then came back? But that was for a movie. That was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> That was just a bold-faced lie. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, he's now he's now uh, like what, like nine years old or something? Yeah, it looked Baby like it looked Moloch? about that. Yeah, Neil said it would be what three, four episodes before he's fully grown. He did uh, tell us episode twelve. Wow, good on Neil. Giving I mean, us he, some real knowledge. Neil gave us lots of stuff. Yeah. Like watch last week's episode Neil if you gave want. Us impressions, real knowledge. A great Christopher Walken story. A great Christopher Walken story. Go Neil. Wait, that one. I don't remember. No, a great that was Christopher Walken story. I just. I'm mixing yes, up shows. I'm mixing right. up shows, but <laughs> I'm glad you went with it. Neil. You should have given us a great <laughs> Christopher Walken story. In any case, uh, so we've got we've got child on one side. Uh, I'm hungry mother. Yeah, Irving is now out of the asylum. They were uh, the the fake ghost nurse tried to get him to kill himself. Uh, and now he's out and about. And Can I just say that, that line when he's like, he's like, "Don't give me that aiding and abetting, abetting a fugitive look, Mills." And then he just huh. ca- kind of comes up to the get in the car. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I feel You're like, back. I feel like I missed when he left the the building. No, they never showed. No, it. they never showed it. He just um, showed up at the car. One thing we do need to touch on is Jenny's relationship with her mom and how that changes throughout the course of the episode because. Yeah. Jenny, um, we find out that Jenny was scared of her as a child because her memory that she unlocks through thinking about it is being trapped in the car with the exhaust fumes filling up the garage Mm -hmm. and them locked in there and her thinking that her mom's trying to commit suicide, which she was at the time, but when she snapped out of it, she you see a demon in the back seat. I thought, I mean, the way I interpreted that scene was not that her mom was actually trying to commit suicide, but that, like, that was the demons doing. Yeah. Yeah, the nurse mm-hmm. effectively talked her into yeah. killing them both. Was it the nurse in the backseat? It was. Okay. It was the demon that, we didn't see the nurse, but it was the demon that became the, was, the nurse. Yeah. yeah. Became the nurse. Yeah. I also, you said, Jackie, before that you liked that we met the nurse, and then later we discover that she's actually a ghost, and I love that, I loved that. Reveal. That was a I really love that reveal too mm-hmm. because you think, oh, she's a nice lady, whatever. I love ghost stories though, so anything that I, has that kind of theme. I didn't think it was the nurse in the beginning, but I knew that that Tom guy was his name or whatever. 
it felt like he wanted to say something but couldn't. Yeah. Yes. Like, it felt like he wanted to tell them something but couldn't because they could see the nurse, and he was probably, like, really surprised at that, rewatching that scene. Yeah. Been like, wait, these people can see the nurse? Like, wait, what? I want to I talk, but she's not letting me. Yeah. Mm. I also like the comfortable detente that uh, Abby and the captain have I reached. hate you so much for using that word. The comfortable detente between Abby and the captain, where the captain is like, look, you know, you you took down a satanic cult. Yeah, you're not my favorite person. I'm not going to give you everything. But I know that this thing, if I hadn't given it to you, you would have driven me crazy about it. So I think you'll get get me results. So here you go. And Abby didn't even know about it beforehand. I do. I mean, I do appreciate because I, I know I was one of the people that at the beginning was like so frustrated with her for not coming around to their side. But I do like that, you know, logic wins her over. She saw that Abby did something good. She knows that Abby would like this case, so she gives it to her. I think Reyes gets possessed by something. I want to. I think Reyes has a background because she she had to have known more than the mom just being crazy. Because she knew so much about the mom. Like, I wonder if she if she knew about Mola. And she's from Mola. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah. you'd yeah, think she totally would. There's totally more... Either there's more to her story than we know, or something really awful is going to happen mm-hmm. to her. Everyone that's from Sleepy Hollow that we meet is either real dumb, or they know about the supernatural. So, I have to imagine that either she's real dumb, which I don't think is the case, or she knows more than she's letting on, and she's playing the cards close to the chest. Um, Do you think that Katrina being the Hellfire Shard is why Mollet can feed off of her? I think Mollet can feed off of her because she's like a supremely worthless person. Damn. I think Malik can feed no, off I her. I agree with Stephen. <laughs> okay. I'm not, not going to make that joke. Yeah. No, I, you I don't do, need to. We already know. I am looking forward to, because I know that, like, th- there's been a lot of problems with, like, where Katrina has been. I'm looking forward to the... I think her character still has a lot of potential. It's just at this point, they need to just push her over into the dark side. They're <laughs> using her right now as a plot device, which, exactly, I mean, yeah. for... For any any woman, that's that's a frustrating thing to deal with because women are so often put in a position where they are a plot device, mm-hmm. and you can't just say, "Oh, because we're giving we're giving Jenny and Abby great things to do." Well, that that doesn't mean that you can't give Katrina something better to do or create create something around her that makes her less of just a moving plot device. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll give her a minivan next episode. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Zach, you want to talk about that? If she takes Moloch to soccer practice, I will just be happy. Zach, you want to talk about that comic book you got there, Um, bro? I think you should. So, it came out a few weeks ago, but my my comic shop ran out of it so quick, I couldn't get my hands on it until last week. Sleepy Hollow number one. Yay! You know what? A lot of TV shows, when they adapt them into uh, comics, they sort of get weird because you don't know like when they take place or like the, mm-hmm. this is just a fun little story. It's just like it could have been an episode. I think it was a little heavy on like effects that they might not have been able to do. But it's like this whole thing about witches in Salem or in Sleepy Hollow, and it's like a, a hundred witches and they're coming back and screwing up people's lives. It's a cute story. I'm going to wager it happens sometime between now and the series and before the apocalypse. It's basically... <laughs> wow. Uh, well, it could have even happened during last season. They, like, that's the, the, the beauty of it, is they wrote it, like, in a, it just, it's a simple two, two, like, story with Ichabod and Abby uh, just having an adventure. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And so then yeah, it, that's actually something I, I feel like we've missed this season is mm-hmm. just a, an episode where Ichabod and Abby themselves are having an adventure. That was like the comic actually felt like such a complete story. It had like I could hear the, the writing was really good. I could hear Tom Meissen's voice. Like, uh-huh. this. and he's like, ta- he's got these moments where he's talking about like different like things about the future, and she's just like, I get it, you're from the past, blah blah blah. The future's crazy. Um, the back and forth was nice, um, and they just they were solving a, a problem. But then at the back, there's a cute little two page story uh, about them picking a movie for movie night. Uh-huh. It's so hard to pick a movie I if you like turn that. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They're so cute. Yeah, they just wants to watch she falls asleep on him. Yeah. Even though it's not, it's the middle of the summer. He wants to watch mm-hmm. Christmas Elf. Mm-hmm. That's my one big disappointment from 
the succubus episode was the succubus didn't tell him you have feelings for Abby and that's why I'm killing you. The, the fans brought up a good point because they were saying the succubus is supposed to show hidden desires. Why would he have a hidden desire for his own wife? It doesn't make any sense. That doesn't need to be hidden. Because everyone's telling him that she's a terrible choice Maybe and that it's like he a, shouldn't be with her It's anymore. a hidden desire to so leave he has her. To keep it secret. It's a hidden desire to leave her. Maybe. Look, I, I'm, I, I just want to. Katrina to like go off and do something yeah. interesting without Ichabod, so they can like butt heads and be get be get against each other. But I still refuse to ship Ichabod. You refuse. I do. I like I mean, them the as so hard. But I refuse. They are. So, I want them to just be best friends. In this episode, though, let's let's talk about that scene where... Let's talk about that chemistry between Holly and Ichabod, I know, right? Ichabod. Just speak, Jackie, please. Ignore the man. In, in, that, in, the, in the scene where Abby invites Holly and Ichabod discovers that she's invited Holly, he was like, ugh. He was just he was just so upset and the mm-hmm. disgust in his voice was palpable. And it's like secretly... Not not even secretly. It's like he wants to be he wants to be her partner in crime. Like he wants it to just be him and her solving things together. That's what it should be. You can't be jealous of like when your friend gets a new friend. That you can't. You can be jealous. Not to the level of like not eating their soup. Yeah, your dumb soup. He does eat his soup though, and, and then he gets drugged. Dude, yeah. I wonder what would have happened if he ate that whole thing of soup though, because if just a sip knocked him out that fast, oh it was a gosh. big old sip and at least one matzo ball. <laughs> yeah, and let's let's face it, the matzo balls go first. He probably yeah he pro- the drug was probably in the matzo ball. Yeah, okay. It's really easy. I mean, matzo meal you just you just grind. At least it wasn't some, the uh, red psychotropic <laughs> drug that was being fed to everybody else. That's true. Okay, what was that? It looked like a needle in the cup. Was no, it just me? It was red it? pills. It was a red pills. It was. They said it was part sodium pentothal and some other stuff. Okay, I didn't see red pills because I, first of all, I'm colorblind. Second of all, I was watching on a computer because I couldn't get a TV here, and it looked like a white strip in the cup. And I was like, "What are they eating?" That was the space between the red pills. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's that hard makes when more you're sense. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Uh, okay. Before we head into predictions, uh, hey Nando, can you pull up the Downton Abbey theme song, please? Give me a second. Yeah, thank you. Folks, as always, it is time for another rousing edition of Sleeping to Nappy. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know Anything? why. <laughs> uh, I'm still pulling it up. Oh, it's okay. Uh, since I wasn't here, last week on Sleeping to Nappy... What happened? Uh, we ruined the intro terribly. Yeah. Okay. We had an actual British person on Sleeping Sandy <laughs> last, week, last Beautiful. episode. And there was conjecture as to why Miss Master Lieberman was missing. True. And now, the following edition of Sleeping Tenabi. The many denizens of Sleeping Abbey have all gathered for Mother's Day, a day where all of the ghosts of their mothers reappear and wreak havoc all over the Abbey. So as they gird themselves down in the larder cellar, they talk about the latest goings-on. My dear friends, I have heard the most scandalous news. Do tell. The Lady Katrina is raising a demon baby. <gasps> Most scandalous! Stephen, everyone wants to go in order. I do not know why. Most scandalous! scandalous indeed. I have heard such terrible news coming. Master Ichabod has caught ill. And from an unknown source, they say. Must we think it is his wife? Most scandalous! I saw that blonde-haired boy, Holly, down at the market getting some matzo ball soup, and he put something inside of it. Most scandalous. Most delicious. Buying things from Hebrews. I watched an episode of Sleepy Hollow and discovered a quote from Hamlet in it, but none of the fellow people on the panel... I even remembered that that happened. Most, Most scandalous! scandalous. 
<laughs> if you guys remember who said the quote, I can't remember who it was, but it was a quote from Hamlet. All right. No, I, I love remember. how Matt intros this whole thing as Mother's Day and we don't mention any, anything. Any <laughs> ghost mothers? I just thought it would be fun to talk about ghost mothers. All right. Uh, it's time for predictions. That's it. Predictions. That's it. And now, you're at uh, TV. We take this show so late at night. Do we want to do a new gimmick, or do we want to stick with Sleeping Tenabby every week? We can come up with new gimmicks. There's 18 episodes. We're halfway through the season. We have so many other show theme songs we could think of. That's true. We could do Game of Thrones. Oh, this Just is a story so- all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down by a man from the past named Ichabod. <laughs> and an- <laughs> anyway. Man uh, from the mirror called Malak Haas. Tweet He's us German. your suggestions. Uh, for H-A-A-S. a new Sleepy Hollow Hoss. parody show. Okay. Uh, um, yes, please and do if that. It's, if it's Sleepy Development, like Arrested Development, yeah. that would be awesome. Uh, there's no words to the Walking Dead theme song. <laughs> yeah, there are. The Sleeping Dead? Yeah. The Sleeping, sleeping dead. dead. The Sleeping Dead? Okay. So everyone is just fine. Well, well <laughs> honestly, honestly, the, the shows have one thing in common. In, in the main protagonist's wife is fairly useless, and everyone hates her. Oh, that's sad. That's real sad. That shouldn't be a thing. Let's theme. make Sleepy Hollow predictions. Let's do <laughs> so. We. Uh, I think that Stop Katrina. About the show. I think that what they've given Katrina to work with is very, very interesting. Even if the character has not been given active stuff to do, they've given her a lot of decent, conflicted emotions to deal with. She's got two sons in the house. Uh, one of whom, who is in his sixties, and the other of whom, <laughs> who's growing older every day, who's actually a demon. Um, I and love. She the, has her ex-lover there. Exactly. This Jilt, really sounds like a show pitch. Jilted lover. So there's a lot to work with. I just want them to really dig in and give Katya Winter something to do. Give her some great scenes to perform in. You, you're surrounding her with not only plot possibilities but good actors. I would love to see Moloch not know he's Moloch. That's cool. I that like would that. be cool. Because that like would that. give us a new character that could grow into the shoe print of being the demon god to rule all of planet Earth. I want those shoes to be grown into as opposed to just given. Like, I feel like having like a main Skeletor to Ichabod's He-Man would be great. Personally, I, think- I like receiving shoes that are my size. I don't want to have to grow into them. <laughs> um... I, I I think that's a good theory, especially just like the one line we got out of this human Moloch. I'm hungry, thing. mother. Yeah, it, like implies that he's it's not British, just, <laughs> but it's he's the not, worst. He's not a fully conscious Moloch because Moloch isn't going to refer to her as mother. Yeah, I mean, I, unless it's a unless, necklace, but or unless, unless he's playing he's into it. Mother, yeah. I'm hungry, mother. Or he could just be oh messing with her, I guess. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Cave of Wonders, get out of here. Uh, he's, he's gone, he's gone, I kicked him out. Um, but I'm back. What I'm really excited is to see the team back together, and I want I want to see the team functioning as a team. Yeah. That's what I want. I want the Scooby gang together. Yeah. Oinks. And now now Irving's back, so we can finally get that back on track. We can finally get some frangenicky Merlving action. Hell yeah. Yeah, some sweet action. He can't leave them catacombs. If okay. somebody if somebody can do fan art, please make like a Scooby Doo fan art of the people from Sleepy Hollow. That would be amazing. <laughs> and the mystery cool. machine could be like what do you think? Like their the little Jeep, machine. Their Jeep, I guess. Abby's van. And then the Scooby Doo could be Mo- the Moloch baby. <laughs> Moloch baby. No, really, Holly Moloch is the babies. No, Holly is Shaggy. Yeah, Holly Shaggy. Soinks. What does that make Ichabod? Because I feel like Frank would be Freddy. Ichabod is um, what's the girl with the glasses? Velma. Velma. Frank would be a special guest. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think Ichabod would be Fred. No, no, Frank. Whoever I think Jackie, I think you said Frank is Fred. Yeah, Frank's Frank Fred. is Fred. Oh, okay. you know Holly would Katrina be Katrina is Daphne. Oh my God, she's kind of just useless, useless. Gets caught all the time. Wait, but who's Abby then? <laughs> Abby's just the awesome guest star who like solves. Abby everything. is the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I was thinking of who was the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm glad you said that. 
<laughs> I was trying to figure out where to fit that in, and you beat me to it. All right. Damn uh, it. I also want to throw this out there. If dad is, if, if Abby and Jenny's dad is still out there, I know it might, if, if, dad, contact, if dad is still out there. Please contact if he, if, if, I, I want to know. Do you guys think it would be lame if he turns out to be the fourth horseman? No, I don't because no, the two, be the first two, are connected to Ichabod. Yeah, and I think it'd be cool because mm-hmm. it'd be a cool point for Moloch to be another aspect that Moloch tried to get at Lori Mills, mm-hmm. and it, that's why he's not in their life anymore because she found out that it was just another ploy to get closer to Abby. But it is a good. It is worth noting that the other two horsemen effectively had to choose to be horsemen. Mm. Well, mm, he. Uh, Neil was saying that um, Abraham von Braun did not want to be the horseman. He was just—he was almost like backed into a corner about but it. He, but he did have to. He wasn't just like he did willingly accept it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He accepted it for reasons that he did not totally agree with, and he doesn't desire to be the horseman just to be the horseman. But he did—he did choose that path at one point. And yeah. Frank is now going to make the choice based on his. Because now that he's outside of the facility, they can use his family as a leverage tool. Because mm-hmm. he loves his family. Why are you, why are you why doing, are you that? doing I don't that? Understand what? The way you're saying That's just family. Just, no, just, let's just ignore it, and it'll go away. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Too late. Okay. Folks, I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Sleepy Hollow After Show on After Buzz TV. Uh, We will be back. uh, There's no episode next week, right? I don't don't think so. um, I don't know. We didn't even know there were 18 episodes until two weeks ago. Well, I I know there's... there's, Whatever the next episode is, it's the episode before the fall break. So I I thought it was next week, but perhaps I'm Maybe not. I hope we get like a Santa Claus tie-in, like... They called it Old St. Nicholas. Like, I would love that. I mean, okay. I didn't see any in the So, preview, we might be here next week. We might not. Uh, pay attention to our Twitter. I definitely To won't. find out. Uh, folks, I want to thank you so much for watching. Uh, keep sending us the Twitters and all that. Stephen, where can the people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, as well as in two weeks for the Sons of Anarchy penultimate episode. And then we have, in four weeks, the finale of Sons of Anarchy with Matt Lieberman here. Uh, be sure to send Matt Lieberman fan mail because he really enjoys it too. Yep, uh, I, that's that's what I live for. Zach Wilson, what? Oh, that, um, that, it's so late. Please, you guys, you guys can catch me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson, and I'll hear Doctor Buzz on a ton of shows. Grim at Agents of Shield, Z Nation. Thanks for tuning in. At one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter. At one two three Jackie B, all one word on Instagram. Okay, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. M a t t l i e b e r m a n. What do you, Zach? You got we think? do have an episode next week. Okay. We will be here next week. So, Matt Lieberman on Twitter uh, and uh, YouTube. You can find me on SourceFed, SourceFed Nerd, and my YouTube channel. I'm at youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. Fridays on SourceFed Nerd, we do a show called Superhero Roundup. We review every single comic book show on TV. Check it out Friday afternoons. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night. Sleepyheads. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good night, sleepyhead. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 